Welcome to Pursuing God Podcast. I am your host, Adobe Nduka. I am the Spiritual Formation Director of North City Church. And in this podcast, we are having conversations on spiritual formation in the way of Jesus. I honestly believe you cannot grow spiritually on your own. So I am inviting you to go ahead and reach out on Facebook, on Instagram, on our website at NorthCityChurchMPLS.com. Or you can email me. My email address is adobe at northcitychurchmpls.com. Welcome and enjoy the conversation. Well, hello, everybody. We are so glad that you're tuning in um, to the Pursuing God podcast. This is where we have conversations of what it looks like to form yourself in a Christian way, in the way of Jesus. So it's Christian uh, spiritual formation, basically in the way of Jesus. And I have wonderful, amazing co-hosts with me today. We have our pastor <laughs> CA, I love it. Hello, hello. <laughs> and our worship guru of North City Church, Kara. <laughs> hey. Hello, hello. So I'm so glad that you two are here to talk about worship. Um, that's what we're going to talk about today, y'all. We're so. Pumped. So first things first, this is why I, I typically do in this podcast is ask, how was your week? So CA, we're going to start with you. Sure, sure. And for those of you who don't know, CA stands for Christian AM. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, since there's so many new always- all the time. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's That's true. true. I love it. It's true. People loving this podcast, Adobe. I, I am super pumped. Yeah, I love so it. Good. Love it. Um. My week. My week was good. We uh, we traveled to Wisconsin to spend some time up north in the mm-hmm. woods with uh, JD's family. Sweet. And we brought um, we brought some of our quarantine friends with us. You yeah. know, it's a it's a tight circle. For sure. Kara and I are in the same circle. That's why we're so Two close. Girls. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, my one of my favorite moments was. You know, when she, once you get out of the city, mm. you experience something a little bit different. And we were able to have a little bonfire. Oh, yeah. And um, oh. JD pulls out what he calls junk jackets. Do you hmm. know junk jackets? I've nope. never even heard I of that. I had never heard of this term either. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> so I guess it's like an, a, a hu- hunting or like woods, outdoor working type of jacket. That you probably would recognize it. Hmm. But it's just like plaid and who knows the last time they have been washed but there's multiple like extra extra large big thick jackets that you can wear when you're cold so we were having a bonfire okay and um everybody got to wear a junk jacket all right (laughs) yeah and it was i mean we took a picture so you'll see it on my (laughs) on my instagram or facebook but it was just this moment of like this is an up north culture type of thing that Mm -hmm. I learn new things about this man every time I spend time <laughs> up north with him. So that, that is cool. We were with our friends, uh, Karen, Jordan, Hurst, and it was just really fun Aww. to be together as two families. And then um, it was a sure. beautiful weekend. So yeah, that's that was true. the highlight of the week for sure. Awesome. How about yeah. you, Kara? Well, my week has been kind of busy. Gotcha. Um, we just had our first back together in-person worship service this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I was busy getting details and pieces worked out for that. And Mm -hmm. today we are doing a live recording. Okay. And so I've been busy doing details for that as well. So I've been kind of running around securing, (laughs) securing instrumentalists. Gotcha. Um, 
moving, trying new gear. Okay. Um, yeah, so. Living the worship guru dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Details. Doesn't every worship guru love details? Yes. All the behind the scenes stuff before yes. that, you know, the music comes out later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you ahead of time for that work. Yeah, like it's thanks. a thankless job sometimes. So. <laughs> but I, I love it. I I just enjoy. I have no idea what's going behind the scenes, but I just feel like oh, I'm in the presence of the Lord Amen. in the holies of holies. That's, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so, it was good to be together. Wasn't oh it, this my last Sunday? god! Oh, I mean, so we've been good. meeting outside. Right. But there was just something being in a sanctuary. Right. I mean, I forgot that I was wearing a mask. I think I wow. That is so true. I think I wondered, like, am I just gonna like totally have a hard time, time with this? Mm-hmm. But no, it was great. It was great. It was I I loved it. I, I I was gone, girl, wiping out tears out of my glasses and trying to get off my mask. It was a hot mess. <laughs> it was a mess. I'm like, oh Lord Jesus, come on. <laughs> trying to put it back in my eye. Um, <laughs> How was your week, Adobe? Uh, so for me, I've been searching for. A place to move. So right currently, I'm in a two bedroom. So I'm mm-hmm. searching for a three bedroom. Okay. And we went somewhere in um, St. Paul that had a three bedroom, really nice. But I'm like, ah, do I want to drive that far? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's less than half hour. Don't get me wrong, but right. still, it's like you know, going from 15 to like almost 30 is like, do I wanna? So, yeah. <laughs> but it's a nice place. The three rooms are actually really big enough mm. where you can have a bed and a desk which okay. you know we need most definitely now that we're doing distance learning right or virtual learning bump a distance is virtual um so yeah trying to figure out okay if we're gonna do this how can i do with my little car because i don't have a jeep right and then how to move all this stuff girl is all the things going in my mind do i have the energy oh, to pack Truck, all trailer. oh girl it's all yours Oh, yeah, well, yeah. you ain't saying nothing but a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have it. You yep. need something? Oh, okay, bet, because we're going to need it. So this is the thing. If we get this place, we can't move into December 4th, okay. but I have to move out of my place December 1st. Oh, goody. Oh. Don't you love that? I was like, well, so that's another conundrum. Okay, so I have to have something in all my stuff in the trunk some, somewhere for three days before I can mm-hmm. move it. All the things. Ciao. So me and the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's put our heads together. We can, we, sure can, we, can we can. We'll see how things go. There. Right. Yeah. So that's been a week. So I'm going to pray and then we're going right. to go ahead and jump in, jump into our topic. Um, Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for giving us this time, giving us the space um, to sit together, have a conversation. We want to thank you for those who are watching and or listening. Lord, sit in this conversation. Speak through us speak to us um let us feel your presence here we are learning alongside those who are listening so it's not like we got it all figured out um but we want you to guide our conversation and our prayer is that all of us will be blessed and grow from this conversation in jesus name amen 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 Amen. all right so we're going to introduce worship so i'm going to read what I love, what I love about um, Foster is he most definitely go into scripture mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, this is what scripture says," 
and then he goes and dives in into it so this is the scripture that he chose which is john 4 verses 23 which says but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father is seeking such to worship him mm-hmm. and um what i love about that is for me personally to say like for God, I mean, just scripture saying true worshipers. So that means they are false ones, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning and spirit and truth. So at first, when I read that, I thought, oh, okay, in your spirit and in truth. Okay, that's nice. But as I grew, <laughs> as I grew in God, it was like, oh no, like literally your spirit deep within you. It's a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. But then also this whole truth of you coming to with your true self, not your fake self, yeah. mm-hmm. not your phony self, not the self you think you are. Yeah. Like your true self. So if you're gonna worship God, you'll come with him in with your spirit self and then your true self. Mm. The good, bad and the ugly of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not just the nice part and then you're trying to put the ugly no, all of it. Yeah. Like bringing all of that to the table. And I'm gonna be honest, I first I didn't want to do it because I'm like, our God is holy and I don't know if he wants that junk in worship. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so what do you guys think about that? Uh, About that scripture, if if at all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what, what first comes to mind is that there's, like you said, there is sort of false worship. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I was reflecting on is how we are made to worship. Mm. And when I think of false worship, it's not that there's a, a right way that we have to figure out mm. to get to God. Right. But it's who we're worshiping. Gotcha. That, that, that's what I think of when I think of false worship. Mm. And so spirit and truth, it's, it's the fact that when we, <clears throat> when we come to God, he can see right through all the junk and oh, that's yeah. okay. Mm. <laughs> Um, and it's whether we bring ourselves mm. and we're, we're open to being seen. We're open to being in God's presence in this transparent way. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and I think, you know, when I think about worship, one of the main things I thought of was how we're created to worship. And, you know, even in the order of creation in the beginning in Genesis, like there's six days and then, or on the sixth day, that's when humans are made. Mm. And so they get to walk into a, a beautiful, amazing world mm. that God has made. Mm. And they get to worship God and be in his presence together. Mm. And it's like, wow, there's so much to reflect on, to be in awe of and say, wow, this this is an, an amazing world that reflects the creator. Mm. And, but when spirit and in truth, the they don't stop and worship the stuff that right, they created. Right. It's worshiping the creator. Yeah. So when I think of, you know, and you said like there's a false worship or there's sort of like a, when you're pretending, like mm-hmm. it's, it's about what you're worshiping mm. or who you're worshiping. And mm. if it is God, God mm. can take care of all the weird stuff that yeah. you bring with you. <laughs> Absolutely. But if it, you're worshiping yourself mm-hmm. or worshiping things or we're made to worship absolutely so we're gonna do it no matter what right it's just what or who we're worshiping that's so that's what i think of when i think of spirit and truth all right worship guru <laughs> what say ye? <laughs> well my divine words <laughs> yeah um you guys both shared some wonderful things um i don't know how much more i can add to it but um 
I, for whatever reason, what's sticking out to me this time hearing this verse is the very beginning, Mm. which is, but the hour is coming and now is. Mm. Meaning Mm. this isn't something that, well, it's like now and it's future coming. Mm. Um, It's, which now kind of becomes the past, I guess. Um, So what I'm saying (laughs) is um, it's, it's something that, um continues to mold continues to mm. um go forward and um we're we're standing on ground that's been traveled before mm. um and which is significant because um i think sometimes there's pressure to create a new experience mm. um or okay. to go into waters that i've never been before right mm. and what I'm reading here is like the hours coming in now is what what's been in the past is part with the future mm. and the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. Um, you guys really got the meat of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really appreciated that. Um, um, the Father is seeking such to worship Him. Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful, beautiful verse. Yeah, really. I love how you pointed out the um, the hour is coming and now is like Mm. it's always time to worship. Oh yeah, Yeah. and I think that that's a real misconception. Yeah, I think people think that there's certain times that you worship. Like Mm -hmm. you know, you think of oh, we worship one time a week when we go to church. Right, right. And that's our time for worship. Mm -hmm. Or I worship when I turn on worship music. Yeah. Or I worship when I do this specific activity. Right. But if we're always created, if we're created for worship, then mm. we always have an opportunity to worship. Absolutely. Yeah. In our exactly. everyday yeah. lives. Oh, I love it. So I want to read what Foster, let's, Foster, he, the man has a gift with words. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you right now off the back. I, I wish I one of those, but he just have a way with words that just gets me go. Oh my God, boy, you better preach. All right, whatever. <laughs> but I just love it. Okay, so this is what he says. He says, to worship is to experience reality and R as a capital letter, okay? Mm-hmm. To touch life. Life, the L there is capital. And he says, it is to know, to feel, to experience the resurrected Christ in the midst of the gathered community. It is a breaking into the Shekinah of God, or better yet, being invaded by the mm-hmm. Shekinah of God. And for the, you know, to give you what Shekinah means is the dwelling or settling of the divine presence of God. So Mm -hmm. basically sitting in his presence. And I just love that girl. I said, boy, I just had to sit for a minute, like, (laughs) let that digest. What was, what stood out to you about that? Girl. Okay. So when he said experiencing reality and have the are capitalized Mm -hmm. because you know in scripture it says the things that are in spirit are more real than what we see in the physical Mm -hmm. so in a sense he's saying like taking yourself in that spiritual realm yeah seeing what what really is going on Mm -hmm. now what we see in the physical and you know we walk by faith not by sight so Mm -hmm. we'll see what's going on and then touch life like the capital l like to see and almost feel like okay this is what god is doing right now and yeah. then to say, okay, to experience that presence and this, oh, I don't know if you've ever been in worship. It doesn't matter if it's in the, in your house, in the kitchen, in the back, or in church, and you just feel that, 
oh this warm presence in the room mm. girl that presence is addicting it's like almost like a blanket a warm cover blanket like i got you mm. it's gonna be okay you know like that made me feel like okay god is here Mm -hmm. he sees what's going on that he loves what he's saying yeah and for him to i mean the words he just used in it i just love it (laughs) 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 i love it so um so this is the question i you know what i noticed Hmm. i noticed since doing this podcast i say so a lot (laughs) <laughs> uh jesus please break that out of me um it's, it's tough. it is bad especially for minnesotans so 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 yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay so going on the conversation we were just talking about what does worship mean to you so kara i'm gonna start with you yeah i keep it simple um really i see it as um just giving praise giving worth giving honor giving glory to god amen um and that that fleshed out can look in many different ways mm-hmm. um but just simply put yeah to give worth to praise who god is amen how about you for Keep sure? it simple yeah um i think it has a lot to do with kind of that creator creation relationship okay and it's the time when creation has an opportunity to reflect and to be to look upward is i mean you don't have to look upward right mm-hmm. but i think that's why there's this like even bodily response that a lot of times we have is to mm-hmm. look up mm-hmm. to open up our hands mm-hmm. and to stand in awe mm-hmm. of who the creator is to who god is mm-hmm. the person of who god is because we are a reflection of god we're made in the image of god all of creation is made in the image of god mm-hmm. um or has that reflection of who God is. And so it's when you stand back and stand in awe and like Kara said, like attribute worth mm. to say, oh, wow. Like that is so meaningful. That is beautiful. And I can see your fingerprints on that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a stepping back. And it's something I would say that we're created to do, as I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's where we stop and we look outside of ourselves, specifically as humans, where Mm. we say, I'm going to stop and I'm going to look outside of my circumstance, Mm. of my personality, Mm. of the things Mm. that are going on in my world, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to look towards God. And that's why, like, I I love that, like, upward-oriented, like, even in a lot of the Psalms, it talks about people's heads looking up. Mm. It's where you kind of, I think a lot of us go throughout our days like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Right. And worship pulls us upward mm. to see what God is doing and, and to see. And that's why I think it doesn't have to be like through song. It could be through, you know, being in creation. Mm-hmm. But you Absolutely. look you look outside of what your current circumstance is to be in awe. Mm, I, yeah. Absolutely. Like for me, like Carol, like give God the glory. Like yeah. <laughs> give him the credit. Yeah. Give him the responsibility. You know, like just, and for me, I used to think, like like you said um, earlier, I used to think, oh, worship is something you do in a, a specific time of day or mm-hmm. a particular day of the week, right? Sunday, okay, we're going to go worship God. Yay. You know, sing songs or whatever. But as I began to grow, it's like, no, this is a daily thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to live this thing. And to me, worship is living my everyday, I don't care if I'm brushing my teeth, taking care of the children, but just having this consciousness of God is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know, yeah, absolutely. I am doing this for the glory of God. So I'm taking care of my children for the glory of God. Yeah. I'm taking care of the responsibility I have at church for the glory of God. Like I want his name to be glorified. I want people to see through me or what I'm doing to say, hey, they got to be a God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, is having that consciousness of God is here. Yeah. He is with me. He's seeing what I'm doing. He's helping me when I need help. He will bring resources if I need resources. Like he is here. Like, you know, they said, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah. So that's how I perceive it. Um, I love that. Really. Sim like simple. It's acknowledging that God is here. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because how many times do we just don't do that? Girl. <laughs> Man. The I'm too busy right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we just don't even think about it. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the thing. We just don't even think about it. Yeah. And we just go about our day Big. and mm -hmm. we go about the things. I, I mean, yeah. I looked at my calendar this morning and I didn't have like super specific events listed. I had this one thing in my calendar. But it's. <laughs> The, the moments that you pause and you say, how is God there? Mm. And that's, mm. I think, what, what scripture does, too. is oh like That's gosh, why yeah. that can be so worshipful. You, right. you note the places that God showed up. Oh, for sure. That mm. God was there, that his people turned towards him. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that is worship. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and if I go to a space and I don't feel the peace, I'm like, ooh, time to bounce out. The Lord is not here, <laughs> so I ain't going to be here. No! <laughs> And sometimes when you ignore it, child, you will end up regretting it. You're like, what did I not do? Trying to, you know, be nice to people. But anyway, that's a whole nother conversation mm -hmm. of people pleasing. Um, <laughs> so, but um, I'm going to go in to read certain uh, quotes that Forster had here that I thought was very interesting. So he goes in and he quotes the first commandment, mm -hmm. but he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. And he said the divine priority is uh, the divine priority is worship first, hmm. service second. Service as a substitute for worship is idolatry. Activity is the enemy of adoration. Hmm. Now this caught my attention because for those of us that are called in the ministry, and I fell into this trap, and the Lord had to rebuke me and deliver me and tell me about myself. I thought, okay, me answering the call to ministry, me doing the preaching or helping mm. with uh, service or whatever, that that's me worshiping God. Like yeah. me doing that, oh, I'm doing this for God. So if I'm doing this, I'm worshiping the Lord. If I'm doing that, I'm worshiping the Lord. Not understand, and it took me four years and God really challenging me to be like, oh no, worship is something I do with him regardless mm. of what I do yeah. for a living. You know what I mean? But because it's ministry, I'm thinking, oh, since I'm in church, I'm working in church then. Okay, everything I do here, that's that's mm. worship. That's me serving God. And I'm like, okay, did you like that? Or did you like that? You know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, and God literally, and the way God really gets to me is using the whole parent-child analogy. Mm. And because I'm a mom, I can get it. So yeah. he's like, okay, imagine you telling, so he gave me this analogy. Okay, imagine you telling your child, okay, I want you to go shopping. I want you to go food shopping go get this stuff mm -hmm. and he's like can you imagine your child going food shopping and thinking oh mom do you like me getting this i mean i already gave you a list and they're thinking they're going shopping is a way to earn your love yeah 
And I thought, oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Because honestly, that was what was going on with me. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking I was doing this so I can earn his love. So that I can get more love. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. and the guy's like, boo, without you doing certain, I love you regardless. Amen. You Mm -hmm. don't have to earn it. Right. And so, man, I had to go through that whole thing. And him using that as an analogy, I was just like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. That, That hit me different. Yeah. It's like, no, that would suck if my children think, oh, me doing this, then yes, you own my love. And right. uh, that would be horrible. Right. So, yeah, that's when I read that, I was like, oh, I'm not going to say amen. I'm going to say ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to say ouch. <laughs> so did you, uh, have you ever battled that um, at all? Every Just, day. Do you? I was going to say, I feel like that was written... <laughs> for me right now <laughs> he read your mail he read yeah, your mail <laughs> i think i'm i'm a i'm a doer yeah so i yeah and i like my love language with other people is just is acts of service and mm-hmm. um and i i just love seeing the fruit of ministry yes mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's satisfying right oh. when you're like oh wow these people mm-hmm. you know connected to god in this way mm-hmm. because i did these things and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's i see that as more of like work and partnership and service like you guys talked about probably with Steph um, last week but Mm -hmm. worship is this pause to see who God is Mm. and to know who you are how God sees you Mm. and that's so much like that's where when you can adore God you can receive the way that he adores and loves you that is so true but I think a lot of times we can't get to that point of mm-hmm. adoration or of pause because mm-hmm. we're doing all this activity. Yeah, right. You know, like yeah. I, I've been in ministry. Gosh, I feel like I've been in ministry for a long time. But like, <laughs> I think there was this moment in my life where a lot of times people talk about with pastors, like, is it hard for you to connect to God in your own congregation? Hmm. Because it's, mm-hmm. you're always on. Right. Quote, unquote. Right. And I have struggled with that in the past, but there was this one specific time that I was having like a real rough week for, for various reasons. There was some hard stuff going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And it, specifically, it happened the night before worship. So, so gotcha. Saturday yeah. night. And <laughs> you I, know, I you know up, that's the devil. Yeah, I woke up <laughs> the night. I woke up, I woke up the m- next morning and mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I, I don't think I want to go to church because mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to put on a face right. to show mm-hmm. up and be people's pastor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I heard God say, go. Mm. I didn't have a specific role. Mm. I think I had delegated something else. Or okay. I didn't have any specific role that Sunday. Gotcha. And I just thought, I don't have to go because mm. I don't have to serve. Gotcha. Mm. But God said, go. Mm. And I went. And I was a serious wreck, like oh. crying the entire time. Oh, man. Oh. But it was God saying, I mean, in that moment, I felt God was saying, Come and worship me. Mm. Don't just come and serve me. Mm. Come and worship me. And yeah. there was a when you were talking about like worship being this reality. Mm. I think what happens in me when I get to experience that reality of who God is and who I am, things just clarify. Mm. It's like I get to see things just for brief moments mm. through God's eyes, mm. and that's what that's what I experience in worship when I'm 
worshiping in spirit and in truth. truth. When I'm bringing myself messy as I can be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I don't have to do anything. Right. But it's when I show up and say I'm ready to, and, and I need your presence, God. Amen. Like things clarify in my life. I see the way that He sees me. Mm. I see the way that He sees other people. Mm. And yeah. I say, okay, I really need you. Amen. So I, that's that's what activity needs to subside yes so that you can experience those moments because i'm not doing anything in those moments right even though i love to sing like right. i, I love singing is a part of my worship oh but for sure it's in those moments i don't think i was singing i think mm. i was like sobbing so mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me though I'm, yeah I'm, I'm emotional and that was me too <laughs> i need those i need those times to be able to pull me out to experience that reality and Adoration. Okay, I'll stop talking. No, you're saying really good words. Yeah, exactly, like, you I'm like, are. Don't stop talking. Right. I, I gotta I'm... think some more about what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, help me. He got you. Yes, you do. You do. For sure. Yeah, especially for you that lead worship. So, yeah. how does that work for you? Like, how do you balance or separate you doing this just letting god do it in you and then you serving the people don't do you mm-hmm. tend to mix that up so i, I want to hear your perspective on that yeah um it's easy right it's super easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't have to think about it at all <laughs> um yeah what actually brings to my mind um just sitting here thinking about all this stuff um is the story in the Bible, I don't know if it's Mary Martha or, you know, it's the two women and Jesus is there at the house. Yes. Mary Martha. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Points. Points. Yes. (laughs) And um, one is busy tending to all the things that need to happen within the house and the other is sitting at the feet of Jesus just listening. Right. And whenever the story is told, um, I hear the moral of it being, you know, just take a moment and be at the feet of Jesus mm-hmm. yeah. when Jesus is there. Right. Uh, and so how that applies in worship and in preparation for worship, mm. um, I feel like I have all these little moments that God is like tapping me on the shoulder being like, you're doing it wrong. You're mm. not at my feet. Wow. <laughs> you know? Um, wow. So like I can be planning a set and be really excited about certain songs and mm-hmm. I really want to go in this direction. Mm-hmm. But then I'll get this tap on the shoulder being like, that's not the right direction. Gotcha. <laughs> you gotcha. know, like, wow. stop and, and listen, come to my feet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's kind of the, the gist of it for me is just mm. trying to pay attention to those little moments within the details within the planning mm-hmm. um because also i well okay here's another little story yeah please go for it mm-hmm. um earlier in my worship leading um i probably became kind of obsessed in like having the perfect service ever oh you know yeah. like Girl, listen you're not the only one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i listen. know these songs in a row mm-hmm. and this prayer spattered here and there. Mm-hmm. And ev- at the end of every service, mm-hmm. when I was doing that, or when I was in that mindset, yeah. I should say, mm-hmm. um, I found myself greatly disappointed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. And so I kept on asking, I'm like, what is, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, I worked so hard on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, um, 
and it's that Mary Martha moment. And he's like, you're, you're not at my feet. You're not mm-hmm. listening to me. And, mm-hmm. and wow. stuff is always going to go wrong, Kara. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like, uh, no matter how good you plan a service, right. there's always going to be something that comes up mm-hmm. that's going to be against what you, you were thinking mm-hmm. or against what you yeah. were planning and hoping. Mm-hmm. And are you going to see that as an opportunity to invite me in? Oh. Or are you going to continue to try to trudge through and make your service? Right. Woo! I like how you say your service. And I'm a <laughs> Jesus is speaking, y'all. Jesus is speaking. <laughs> yeah, your service and not his, right? Oh my God, that is that is mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. That is so, girl. You're not the only one. I, at least for me, who preaches, girl. I had this imagine, like, girl, I'm gonna preach. The Holy Ghost can come down. Oh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a sub. And the Lord be looking at you like, okay, girl, whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Another thing I like to try to do is um, because I it's easy to get wrapped up in the details of planning and mm. thinking of all those pieces is to plan space. Mm. Um, so what that looks like for me is, well, like for today, for tonight, right. for doing this worship recording, mm-hmm. I am going to start setting up way earlier than I probably normally would hmm. okay. because I want to give myself space um to listen and to be attentive to what could be happening tonight okay that's that cool. is awesome mm-hmm. i love that mm. i love it i love it so let me use this quote to kind of summarize what we all just been saying here uh, Foster says one grave temptation we all face is to run around answering calls to service without mis- ministering to the Lord himself. Yeah. And you literally s- using uh, Ma- Martha and Mary as an example. That ties that right in mm-hmm. there. Cause Martha was going around serving, mm-hmm. serving Jesus and the boys and the dudes that came with them. Yep. Make sure they ate, make sure everything is good. And Mary's like, listen, Jesus is not here all the time. So I'm going to sit here along with the dudes and hear from him. Yeah. Yep. You know? <laughs> and Martha's there again upset. The Lord looked at her like, Martha, Martha. In the, okay, I don't know about you. Have you ever go to God complaining to him about somebody else only for him to turn around and t- tell you about yourself? Yeah. Woo! Girl, that feeling. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know what, Lord? I ain't, I ain't come to you no more. <laughs> This is how it's going to be. <laughs> if this is how it's going to be, I ain't talking to you no more. No. I'm going to find somebody else to talk to. Oh, but that, yeah, every time I read that, I it just tickles me. It's like, oh, only Jesus. He's mm-hmm. the one that does that. Yep. So what I love also that uh, Foster talked about, he talked about worship as an individual and then worship as a corporate body. Yep. Mm-hmm. So basically what we've been talking about really is as individuals, what we, um, what we experience as individuals. Um, I'm just going to pick a quote here. Yeah, let me see. Um, this is what I love. I'm going to start from here and then we can go and transition into corporate. He says, when more than one or two come into public worship with a holy expectancy, it can change the atmosphere of a room. Now, let me go back and give you his definition of holy expectancy. Is people coming. And so he says in the Bible, the people gathered um, in this holy expectancy, meaning believing that God is going to say something mm-hmm. like they're coming together, truly expecting for God to say something. They're not just going like, Oh, this is something we're doing 
mm-hmm. as a ritual right. or this is what I'm supposed to do. No, they're literally coming like, okay, we are believing that God is going to say something in this gathering. So like, let's come on, let's sit, let's. So there's this um, active attention that right. you sit yeah. with. So that's the holy ex- expectancy. So he's like, if one or two people can do that in a gathering, mm-hmm. oh, that changes a room. Right. Mm-hmm. It really shifts a room. And I truly believe that. I don't know how mm. you guys come, but I know every time I come to um, service, I come with expectancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From people, uh, introduction to wor- the worship songs. Yeah. To preaching to even communion, like all through, I'm expecting. Okay, God, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna move? What you know? What I mean, like this, like almost a child um, coming for Christmas and trying to see. Okay, what's my gift? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I feel. Like right, when I come right. to service, like. Okay, Lord, what are you going to say? What are you going to mm-hmm. do? What are you going to do? I'm going to, okay, let me get my heart out. Let me take all the sins out. Please forgive me. I want to hear you. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what? So I that's think that's me. what Kira's saying, though. Like, right. in the, like, you can prepare a whole set of worship songs mm-hmm. that have wonderful things to say right. that really, you know, say, we're here to worship you, God. But if you don't actually come, ready and wondering what god is gonna say and do hmm. then what's the point then what's the mm-hmm. point like, really? and you know as i i've i've been a worship leader too and singing and and like leading people in song and obviously preaching and things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. but if if you don't come with this wondering at how god is gonna move mm-hmm. then you'll miss it right mm-hmm. For sure. You'll totally miss it. Absolutely. So I have a question for you, Kara. And mm-hmm. then I'll ask you, uh, I want you to answer it as well. For those of you that actually lead worship. Because mm-hmm. um, this is something I always wondered. As someone who leads worship, is this something that happens in you? Or do you sense something as well in the room when you see the congregation that you lead and also participating and o- almost also having that expectancy like, oh, we want to hear something from God. We're, you know, active in this you know, song that you're singing, is this something that pulls at you, like almost like a holy pull um, when you're leading? Does that happen to you? And then if it does, what what do you do in the midst of that? Mm. Yeah. Um, the first thing I was going to say Go left ahead. my mind. Oh. <laughs> it may come back. It may come no back. I should it talk. may yeah. come back. Yeah. Um, Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, like, when I am doing a service and, um, okay, so, well, rewind, rewind. Gotcha. Rewind the words here, Kara. <laughs> um, I used to kind of have this uh, perspective, this mindset that um, prayer is really important. That's number one. Gotcha. Um, and so... We'd always pray before the service. That's like the staple thing to do. For pray sure. before the service. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. And like it felt almost at times like I was like kind of trying to coax God to come and be with us. Oh, yeah. You know, like mm. come maybe if you will, please, mm. Lord Jesus, come, you know, Amen. Yeah. hopefully, hopefully something will happen. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I just I had a shift a couple of years ago um to to step into that expectancy mm. that um where two or three are gathered you Amen. know there i am mm-hmm. also Amen. and um and 
I don't need to worry about what God is going to mm. do or how God is going to show up because mm. God is going, God is there. Yeah. Amen. God is there. And um, so that kind of took a weight off of my shoulders, which oh, is great, great, you know? Amen. <laughs> Amen. And yeah. it's not something you have to do to get God to show up. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah. And um, the second part of your question is if you feel that tug, that like, tug. yeah, oh, when yeah. you feel that presence of God as you're singing and, you know, the congregation is responding to the song that, you know, like this, it's almost this dance. Like, have you, if you have experienced that, what do you do in the midst of that? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. how do you navigate that? Yeah. Um, so, like, I've seen this play out, like, when I have been singing a song and, mm. like, something, like, pops in my head mm. and then... And I almost have like this sense of like, look out, Kara, look out, and because instead of looking at my music, right, you know, mm-hmm. which you can stay easily glued to. <laughs> 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 There's no one else here but me. I'm not nervous at all. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but when I look out and I see God moving amongst people in a way, um, it becomes like an affirmation of where we're moving right now is is a right direction Mm. and um what we're singing about what we're coming before god with is is presenting a holy moment for people in the room Mm. and um and sometimes also that looks like um God inviting me to do something different too you know like sometimes it means just it's an affirmation kind of situation but then another time it can mean like you need to spend some time in prayer after the song Kara okay (laughs) you know you need to maybe take a little bit of time with these chords for a minute and like let us sit where where we're at okay kind of thing um so that's also how I, I see that playing out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. So how about you, Christiane? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> I I love it when God says, like, hang out here. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way. I okay. think that, that's what we're saying here. Like, okay. And it's this holy expectancy that you have to have enough flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, you have to know your music well enough, in, in, in particular <laughs> with true. musical worship, it's mm. true. Um, to be able to hang out someplace okay. and to pause and say, you know, I wonder if God might be saying this to us. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And, you know, I think it's always a, a very careful line that you have to walk as a worship leader and as a leader in a church is mm-hmm. to say, like, God says this oh to this gosh. group of people. I guess God talks in a low yeah. voice. No voice. I, I guess. guess. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, right? It, and, and so it's, it's a caution to say God is saying this or hmm. how might God be speaking to you right now? Hmm. And to offer that pause for people and Mm. you know what i love about us kind of trying to name our worship gatherings Mm. a a selah gathering experience to say there's a sacred pause that god wants you to experience in your life right now so Mm. that you might know Mm. who god is Mm -hmm. you might know who you are right and what's so amazing as someone who leads people in musical worship mm. and, and from a stage where you get to look out. I mean, it's mm. a perspective that I wish more people 
had mm -hmm. because it's really amazing to watch how God is individually interacting with people mm. and how then God unifies his people by his spirit mm. to praise him. So, right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's interesting how we we're talking about individual, right. the individual worship experience, but right. yet how many times have we been pulled oh, towards the corporate in sure. our conversation? Oh, that's for true. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's for good reason. Mm. It is, I, when I talk to people about, you know, obviously I, I feel passionate about people coming and being a part of a church. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not just because I want a church with a lot of numbers and a lot of people. Right. I think that you will not experience God fully by yourself. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. I will go to my grave Ab preaching that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> because. Absolutely. Sure. You can, God can speak certain things over you. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be listening to worship songs. Right. Um, you can be out on a, on a walk in nature and mm -hmm. feel like God is close and you get to be in awe of God. Yeah. But there is something different. Mm. And God speaks differently mm -hmm. to his people when we gather okay. in worship. Absolutely. Mm. And there's something that is clarifying and beautiful, and he does something different when two or more are gathered. Oh, absolutely. In his name. Oh, mm -hmm. absolutely. So I, absolutely. I do experience that, you know, what you're talking about, that pull to, to name. Mm -hmm. What I would say a, a worship leader can do in that moment hmm. is to name that God is doing something and pay attention to it. Gotcha. Yeah. Sure. Um, okay. I love how you said, like, there was a shift in you that was like, instead of begging God to show up, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a shift to saying God is already here. Mm. Yep. There's this book that I read in high school that significantly impacted me in this. It's mm. called The God Catchers. Wow. And okay. it's a Tommy Tenney. I wow. think <laughs> who wrote it. Wow. wow. That's a pretty good memory right there. It's like, that is like 20 that's, years ago. That's cool years though. Ago. Um, he, he says this. It, God is like a, a parent who is playing hide and seek with their kid. Mm. Does God just want to hang out in hiding? Oh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I know. I played I'm, hide and seek. <laughs> find me. Just find me. I'm ready to be found. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, God wants to be found. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times our our orientation towards God and worship is like we have to we have to like do something special mm -hmm. yeah. for God to show up right but no God just wants to be found Absolutely. yeah and that's yeah. what we can expect that's the holy expectancy that mm. we can come to mm. when we gather mm -hmm. or when we simply pause in our day mm -hmm. to say God what are you doing right here yeah. mm -hmm. what are you trying to say to me right what are you trying to say to this group of people mm -hmm. Absolutely. so it's it's an amazing privilege and a careful moment of leadership that a worship leader has to do when they do call something out and say, I think God's moving here. Gotcha. Gotcha. How, how can you interact with God in that moment mm -hmm. and help people do that? Oh, that's, that's great. I always wondered that, you know, cause, and for me personally, again, corporate. So when I come, I'm not just sitting there, just letting the worship leader sing and mm -hmm. then almost like a concert, if, even some concerts, they still sing back, but right, right. you know, I just come like, okay, we are doing this together. Mm -hmm. So you go ahead. What song um, is got the gap in your heart for us to sing and to lift up his name and for us to come in his presence and then let him come down. Mm -hmm. And the worship leader is the reason why he picked the worship leader. Yeah. So that, okay, he or she can say, oh, I feel this is what God is saying. I right. feel this is what God is doing. And then, however, God leads you in playing songs. So another question. For you, since you play, you play and sing, have you start off playing a song and then 
and you had your plan but then god gives you a whole different song in a moment and you just have to play that different song even though you didn't even rehearse it <laughs> how yeah. that happen to you <clears throat> yeah usually that happens like i'll be playing chords and mm. it's the same chord progression for another song okay and so like the chorus will pop in my head hmm. and so sometimes i'll sing that chorus okay you know leading in or leading out of a song okay mm -hmm. even though you didn't even prepare it ahead of time yeah because it's sweet. something that at least for the band they mm -hmm. can still follow gotcha you know right like, right right we're not doing something really new here <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's different is the words coming out of my like, mouth right. gotcha yeah. gotcha yeah mm -hmm. i always wondered that i always wondered that because i've you know watch as you know i watch different congate um um, services and I've seen sometimes and you can really feel it and mm -hmm. then you can feel them like you said it's a whole different it's not like it goes off the melt the tempo and it's just like it's this whole different word and mm -hmm. different like mm -hmm. and it's like oh and even you listen it's like oh that's right yeah. yes you know yeah. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> that mm -hmm. is so true you know and mm -hmm. you just go in and I I just love that. And I'm one of those people that wash it with my whole body. <laughs> you know, I don't just sit and... Mm -hmm. I mean, and there's not... Please, there's nothing wrong. If that's you, there's nothing wrong with that. But mm -hmm. I'm just one of those people that animated. I just... I need my whole body. I need the Holy Ghost. Just the whole spirit. Just... <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like... If I can do ballet, I'll do ballet, you know. If I, I want to see that. If I can yeah. stomp, I stomp to, you know, tap dance, whatever. But I do, <laughs> I just do, I do the whole thing. Like I use my whole body. Mm -hmm. I use my hand. I use my feet. Cause I've, to me, it's me, in my mind, it's me being present and saying, Lord, okay, this time with my brothers and sisters here, we are coming and worshiping you and hope that you receive our praise you know mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. receive this becomes a sweet aroma in your nostrils yeah of us just giving you glory right just taking this time as a corporate people and i i love it i love it mm -hmm. um so i want to um quote this here that i he quotes george fox i don't know who that is but that's who he's <laughs> quoting <laughs> but this is what he says meet together in the name of jesus he is your prophet your shepherd, your bishop, your priest, in the midst of you to open to you and to sanctify you and to feed you with life and to quicken you with life. Hmm. And reading that, um, I was thinking, cause you know, at first, and first, you know, mentioned this also, like initially when I come to service, I always think, okay, I'm coming to worship God, who's uh, our redeemer, our savior. But here he's saying, but he's also your prophet. Mm -hmm. You know, he's also your bishop. He's also your teacher. Like, it's not just looking at him in just in those two lands of redeemer and savior. This, yeah, that's great. But like, show up in, in expecting like, okay, he's going to say something to you. He's your prophet. He's mm -hmm. going to teach you something. You know, he's going to deliver you. He's going to heal you. Like, open, open up to all the dimensions of God. Mm -hmm. Not just simply... Or he redeem us, or he saves us. He save us, or you know, he's the king of kings. That's great, but open every single dimension of him. Yeah. Don't come in narrow minded to a narrow thing, but to open all these dimensions. So when I read that, that's what came to my mind, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, but I always come when I come. It's like, okay, save your Lord, redeem, and yeah, that's great. But it's like, okay, speak. 
you want him to right you want like, for someone you know like you're going through something you want him to say something mm-hmm. like you've been praying like you said you've been praying individually and then you come to the corporate setting and it's like okay lord I want, I really need you to mm-hmm. say something mm-hmm. and God can use a worship leader or the pastor who's, pre- and you're yeah. like, well, Jesus, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and he does that. And he, and like, I love what you said that. Yes, you can go ahead and, you know, spend that time with God, worship God individually, but there's something that God does in the corporate realm. And I think when he does that, it gives you this, um, what would I call it? like a extra um for extra uh knowing i don't know how to go like he makes your knowing even deeper mm-hmm. when other people are saying something that you did in private and god is doing it in open oh yeah and it's mm-hmm. like so you was, know me like what? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know and yeah. sometimes you know a preacher would say something and i'm like man he's he or she's reading my mail right now mm-hmm. like lord why right. why you tell them about me i thought this conversation <laughs> between you and me you know what i mean like why, why, why are they in my business mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and he does that right. because he created us to be a community mm-hmm. he never created us to be alone yeah ever yeah ever ever so i i absolutely love that so what do you guys think about that quote well, I'm going to veer more so from what you said than probably directly uh, gotcha. the quote. But I think <laughs> but like, sure. that's when we, like, we just have this need for worship mm. and and need to be known by our wor- our priest, our bishop, mm. our shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think, you know, someone asked me in the summertime, they're like, oh, how, how's online worship been going? Right. And I said, you know, logistically, it's 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 okay, it's good, we're, we're making it happen. Right. And I just had to be honest. I was like, but I just hate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JD's gonna he's just gonna be so mad that I said that in public. Mm-hmm. Pastor JD. Well, spirit and truth. Spirit and truth. Wait, with spirit and truth. The reason being <laughs> is because one, okay, I think online worship could grow to be a very meaningful experience for sure mm-hmm. and it was something we just had to jump into for safety for right. so many different reasons right but there's something in me you know love the lord god with all your heart oh, mind and soul and strength like there's something in my body mm. that needs to gather with people absolutely the church literally means to gather absolutely and um there was something that just and, you know, Carrie and I had this conversation when we had to go online. It was mm. like, how can we help people experience God mm. without this gathering piece? Mm. Yeah. I mean, not like a yeah. small challenge or anything. Right. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> but it's yeah. because, yeah, we, we, we crave that. Right. We crave that being known well, in abs- the context of community. Absolutely. God d- does something different there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we're learning right now about how we can experience God online Mm. or in a more you know scattered type of way right Mm -hmm. i'm not going to eliminate that god can do something oh my gosh amen right god can do things in that space absolutely but we're trained right at this point as human beings Mm -hmm. to meet god and to experience who god is Mm -hmm. you know in person right so there for me personally there was a breath of fresh air right kind of pun intended i guess (laughs) (laughs) via math um when we got to gather absolutely you know outdoors or indoors Mm -hmm. um and so i just want to say like worship is is not just singing 
You right. know, we, we have an experience, not just playing musical songs. Right. It's something that you get to engage with, with your heart, yeah. mind, soul, and strength. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And fight for doing that in your life because mm. you will be quickened with life. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Like, I, I am currently experiencing, like, a drought mm. in my worship life right now mm. because I'm just consumed with little people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things I'm doing all the time. Mm. But when I pause, mm. and for me, one of the easiest ways to, to sort of jump into this reality of, of who God is and worshiping God is to turn on worship music. Mm. When I do that and I'm with my kids, mm. something in my mood changes. Mm. I... I'm filled with truth Amen. in my ears, Amen. and that that changes my, my body. Absolutely, mm-hmm. like something clicks Absolutely. differently Absolutely. when I'm when I look up mm-hmm. and I say, "God, who are you again? <laughs> who am I again?" You know. Yeah. So I, I experience that quickening with life. I love mm-hmm. the way that that's mentioned. Oh, I love it. How about you, Kara? Um. <laughs> if anything, if not, we'll move on, girl. We'll move on. Let's, let's move see. on. Oh, let's do that. Because yeah. this is no pressure. No, we're not doing that. We're not <laughs> doing pressure here. <laughs> if nothing, we'll move on. So I love uh, where he says that Christ is the leader of worship in the sense that he alone decides what human means will be used, if any. Individuals preach or prophesy or sing or pray or they are called forth by their leader. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that because there are sometimes, and we're going to have a service like that um, coming next month where like nobody's preaching. Mm-hmm. We just come in, sing song and just sit in prayer. Mm. And it's like, okay, this is what we, f- we feel like, or we sense that this is what the Holy Spirit wants to do in this time right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody are preaching nothing. We're just going to sing, pray right. and sit. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's just you come for sure. People are preaching. Sometimes not even preaching. It's just someone teaching. Maybe it's not even that someone giving a testimony. And then mm-hmm. that just changes the Like God gets to choose because he mm-hmm. is the worship leader. Yeah. You know, he gets to choose. Okay, how I want you to speak to me today. Right. <laughs> you know, or how are we going to meet each other today? He, he gets to set the agenda. And, you know, that's why every single time, you know, we pray together, we sit together trying to plan. But at the same time, we're also listening, even in our planning. Right. We're trying to listen. Okay, God, is this how you want us to move? Do you want us to do this? And I think this is one of the reasons why I love when pe- when people are anointed to do what they do. I don't care if, you know, if you're anointed to be a worship leader, which I truly believe Kara is, there, there's this authority that God gives that person to say, okay, this is the kind of songs I want you to sing this Sunday, or mm-hmm. this is what, you know, and then trust in that. And I know God anoints um, preachers like you and, and your husband. Like, this is, I feel like, yeah, we have a teaching thing, but it's like, mm, I feel like God wants to do this instead. Hmm. And just being, like you said, being nimble, agile, and ready for that shift. Like, he's like, no, I know this is an agenda, but yeah. who wants to talk about this right now? Because mm-hmm. something has shifted either in our culture, in our community, or something where, mm-hmm. no, I want you to address this this way. Yeah. And so just having individual even when you're serving god anoints you to be the person in the front to welcome people do not discard that because you don't know who is going to walk through that door you don't know what burdens they're carrying but because the anointing got put in you as a welcome person the hug you well now you can't hug now 
maybe the elbow you give them. Because <laughs> I, I used to have a hug ministry, but, you know, COVID, you know, shut that down. But, you know, maybe uh, or something you would say with your face or with your words under the mask and, man, something will fall off. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, yeah. maybe they haven't even, like you said, they haven't speak to some, or they've been having issues and they just come in and you saying, hi, we're glad to see you. Mm-hmm. Just that alone, right. you'd be shocked what that would do in a person. So, you know, it's not this, God doesn't have this old little job here, little positions or big positions. Like every position matter. Mm-hmm. Just do it for the glory of God saying, okay, I believe God has come, come into the space and I'm going to do what I can do, present myself and let God do the rest. Mm-hmm. Let him move how he's going to move, but I'm just going to show up. Yeah. Um, so speaking of showing up, I don't know if I have the quote here. Let's see. Oh, it's going into our applications. So let's go down to applications. Let's do it. Let's do it. So he has steps in um, how to get into worship. So he has all the steps, seven of them. Or how to step into mm-hmm. worship. So the first one he says is learn to practice the presence of God daily. So in other words, so for him, he gave an example where he's like, you know what? I decide, I think he said he gave himself a month where he's like, you know, I'm going to just start paying attention. So he said he'd be drinking his coffee. He would pay attention. He would go walks. He would just pay attention. Mm-hmm. If it's seen reading, he would yeah. just pay attention. Okay. Well, God, what are you yeah. saying here? God, what are you doing here? For me, I've made that a habit of mine. Mm. Yeah. I've made it a habit, like a nature I, thing for me. Like I wake up, okay, yay, how you doing? Praise be the God, you woke us this morning. Okay, I'm planning on doing this thing. How do you want to lead? How do you yeah. want us to start it? Mm-hmm. I hope you sit and I come. And now I'm praying about technology now, girl. <laughs> I ain't playing. Like, that's part of my prayer now. Mm-hmm. That Lord Jesus, get into that technology. Make sure that everything <laughs> flow. Because now this is how you're yep. speaking to your people now. So we can't have the devil <laughs> right. trying to stop this thing. So now I'm adding that now to my prayer request. Like, that's my daily prayer now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, so how do you want to guide this conversation? And then stay on my toes. Because mm-hmm. before I was, you know, ask God something and then my foot would be flat footed. And I'm like, okay, this is what he's like. No, now I've learned to be on my toes and mm-hmm. just wait when he just shifts something midway. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we're going here. Right. Yay. I thought it was here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and do it with joy, you know. Um, and with that, of course, you learn when you're walking with God and you're rigid, child. I, I'm going to pray for you because God don't do rigid. He does. He deals with flexible people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how gym, gymnastics, when you watch, I watch gymnastics. I love gymnastics. So do you see the gymnasts, they all do all the flips and all that. That's the kind of people he wants that serve him. <laughs> Not in the physical body way, but oh, in, your, in your thinking. Right. In your, like, he wants you yeah. that flexible. And if you're not, he would do, he'll be stretching you. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll stretch a little bit here. Stretch. Yeah. And then, okay, now you can flip now. So I want you to do this and flip over there. You like, right. huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just that daily practice of, Practicing his presence, just absolutely when you wake up, just, just know he is here. Like you were saying in your in worship, said mm-hmm. like, I already know he's already here. So let me just go ahead and sing and, you know, have, I guess, have people be aware that he's already here. Yeah. So it's yeah. like waking up like, oh Lord, I know you're already here. 
So I hope, you know, you lead, lead my path, direct my path so that people can be aware that you're mm-hmm. here wherever I go. Yeah. You know, um, thinking of our body as a temple, as the, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the scripture says. So if I'm a moving temple and God is in this temple, I want to go into a room and people have the sense like they might not yeah. say the presence of God, but they just be like, girl, yeah. every time I'm with you, you know, I always feel so good. I was, I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's not about the Holy Ghost, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get super excited about that because you know, I, and that's always my prayer with God. Like everywhere I go, I want people who come in contact with me to leave better mm. than yeah. when they came, because it'd be the worst thing if they message and you call yourself a christian they come to your presence and they leave their life what kind of foolishness is that yeah. i think that's a horrible mm-hmm. horrible testimony to god hmm. so what do you guys um think about that practicing the presence of god daily daily <clears throat> daily no, i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> i would say this is something that i've had to learn um because there was a way that i did that very distinctly hmm. pre-motherhood gotcha and this is something I was really mindful I wanted to bring into this conversation mm-hmm. because I think when it comes to spiritual disciplines, yeah, we often think that we need to craft like really special or extended time mm. with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I don't know how many kids Richard Foster has <laughs> <laughs> or how many days he stayed at home and took care of them. Well, he's a yeah. dude, so... Let's just, I mean, right? Let's just, like, so let's just <laughs> and and how many times, you know, in in all of Scripture, mm-hmm. how many books are written by women? There you go, right? So, but yet, God obviously anoints women. Absolutely, to interact with women. So, what does it mean for women to interact with God in mm-hmm. particular, mm-hmm. practicing the presence so of God, God daily? Right. When many women have children, children. Right. I mean, I know you don't care, but like, I don't. You know, yeah. they there's. There's a real shift that happens mm-hmm. in women when mm-hmm. that happens. happens. right. So, and that for seriously was so hard because I just felt like God was disappointed in me mm. because I was distracted or right. busy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the books that really changed my life on this was um, Long Days of Small Things. Okay. Um, and I'll, we can put it in the show notes. I gotcha. remember that Catherine McNeil hmm. um, is the author. <laughs> wow, you just I know. Author. I don't it's the coffee, I'm telling you. That <laughs> <laughs> um, or the Holy Ghost, either one. <laughs> yeah, but her whole thing is like motherhood is a spiritual discipline. Absolutely. And I would say oh it's a spiritual God. discipline of worship Whew. where you have to say, God, who are you? Mm. Who am I? And who is this little person? Come on. Come on. And how do you cultivate that? Yes. And if I notice the days that I don't at least once like come up above the water mm, of motherhood mm, and say, God, where are you? Right. The day looks really different. I'm a true talk. Rough. Mm-hmm. True talk. It's <laughs> true. It's true. You know, but like, but when I can come up and, and just notice God. Yeah. Mm. I feel noticed. Absolutely. Like there's that amazing oh. relational interaction of worship that happens. Absolutely. And that happens when I just simply pray and God at, to ask God for help. Absolutely. When I invite God into the moment, mm-hmm. when I do the, the worship verse with my kids yeah. from, you know, that's given to Lots us through of... kids ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go on a walk with them and mm-hmm. I point out God created something. I mean, oh, it, the, yeah. it's, it's yeah. small or when I play worship music, but I have to do this with my kids. This Absolutely. isn't just about me right, right now. Right, right. 
Mm-hmm. There's very few moments of just me in my right, life. Right, right. I also have to fight for those moments, too. Right. Because God interacts with me differently. So Absolutely. that's that's something I just wanted to, like, real talk. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Because Richard Foster, yes. I don't know how many times you mention, you know, mothers and mothering in, right. in the book. Probably, like, once. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But, it, but it's, it's true. It is absolutely true. So I'm, I'm just shouting out. Absolutely. Moms. Listen. Dads, sleep-deprived people of the world. Like... <laughs> You it's can so absolutely. important and you can do it. It just absolutely. looks different. It looks different for sure. And of course, depending on the ages of your children, it looks different absolutely. as they get older. Um, I remember one time God putting this in my mind saying, those children are your disciples. They're mm-hmm. watching how you live in this absolutely. faith. For better, for worse. Better and for worse. <laughs> like they are the real deal disciples. It's yes. not like somebody and then they live with you. No, they're mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And girl, and again, presence of God. Child, you walk a little different. You talk a little you different do. when you're aware of that. Yep. It's like, no pressure. Jesus, this is why I need you. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, about for you, Kara? I want to yeah. hear. I know that there's like seven of these, but, but I'm just yeah. curious. Yeah. Well, actually, I wanted to talk about number two. Oh, let's yeah. Just go move on. Okay. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Listen, right. we're doing the list, so let go for it. The second one says, "Have many different experiences of worship." Absolutely. Go for it. And what? I'm thinking of when I hear that, um, I just recently read a book. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like... Listen, okay. Yes. Yes, we read up in here. It's called uh, Stay Curious (laughs) (laughs) by Stephanie Williams O'Brien. Hello. Um, And one of my biggest takeaways from the book, which is about actually about Christians and doubt and questions Mm. and things like that, Mm. um, was... Stephanie just saying, we worship a moving and living God. Hmm. So don't be surprised if you keep on going back to the same place and the same thing, you're not having a similar experience. Mm. But to stop and to look and to ask God, where are you? Right. Yeah. You know? Right. So that's why it's so important to have different experiences of worship because God is a moving, living God. And what worked yesterday or wh- how you connected yesterday may not be the God's invitation for you today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that is great. That's good. That's good, girl. I need to add nothing. That was great. Mm-hmm. So the third one is find ways to really prepare for the gathered experience of worship. Mm-hmm. So he gave the example of maybe the night before, mm-hmm. maybe go to bed a little bit earlier. Hmm. Huh. Um, wake up cool your mind maybe put worship song like really prepare your body prepare your mind before you enter worship uh depending if you worship in the morning or in the evening but to have that time to prepare yourself prepare your mind before you enter worship and i thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. that caught my attention um the fourth one he has is have a willingness to be gathered in the power of the lord Mm. there's a desire for god's life to rise up in the group not just within individuals yeah i don't think we talked anything about that yet the no. power of god no <laughs> just rise up in the group not just within the individual right. oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a real <laughs> back to the individual oh man but yeah. i i just love and he goes a little bit deep to say he mentioned us saying listen um because sometimes sometimes you don't feel like like you were saying before sometimes you don't feel like going you're mm-hmm. just like you know what not today I'm feeling real good. It's all right. But just have that willingness to mm. gather. Like, yeah. get just like, you know, I know I'm not feeling like it today, but man, I'm just going to go. 
Yeah. I'm just going to go expect that God's going to do something. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, just have that willingness to do that, to go mm-hmm. and to experience the power. And I like how you said to the spirit, to experience the power of God in the gathering of the people, mm-hmm. which it, it is all it is so good. Mm-hmm. It is so awesome. Yes, you can do it individual, but there's something that happens when a group of people are experiencing this. It's mm-hmm. like you, at least for me, I see God bigger than my little life or my right. little perspective. Like he is way bigger, way grander than what I can ever think or imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just love it. So I, yeah. I find that interesting that he mentioned that, that this is another way to step into worship, to go even mm-hmm. when you don't feel like it. Yeah. And even like whether you are going to a physical space mm-hmm. or whether you're logging on oh, to for sure. the digital oh, experience, yeah. like, Absolutely. Cr- like guard that time. Mm. I, I, will, I will preach to the day I die once again, <laughs> not just because I'm a pastor, but that rhythm of mm. Sunday mm. in your life. Yeah. Yeah. God wants to do something. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it is so easy to forsake that. Right. And it's so easy to get distracted and to choose other things. Mm-hmm. But we need that as Ab- people. Absolutely. We need to meet God in that in that way. Absolutely. So, okay. I agree. I'll stop preaching. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number five, cultivate holy dependency. Mm-hmm. Completely dependent upon God for anything significant to happen. Yep. Girl. Now, I have to put like a little caveat warning. This dependency is not like, okay, you get up, okay, Lord, what should I do? And you just wait in. Like, I hope by now you should know, okay, get up, fix your bed, brush your teeth. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, that, yes. please do that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you want to wait. Dependency, you, yeah, know? you need to adult. You know? <laughs> you know, there's this thing called adulting. That's so, yep. you know, human responsibility. Yes. You know, God is not going to do something you're going to do. Okay. Right. Uh, he get, he enable enable you for a reason to do that. So, but this whole holy dependency he's saying is, you know, like if you're making decision or just something's just coming up your day that you were not expecting, mm-hmm. and instead of going off the handle or trying to find someone to call to see, oh, what do you think? What do you, no? It's like, okay, Lord, what's up? Mm-hmm. Like, what's gonna have? Is this an invitation to teach me something? Mm-hmm. Is this an invitation to reveal something in me that you need to take out? Mm. Is this an invitation to um, learn how to ask for help? Because I love how you said that. I was like, ooh, she's talking to me. Lord Jesus, she's she my business. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, it's, you know, especially in this mm-hmm. pandemic, like there's a lot of people that have a hard time asking for help. Yeah. And you are there struggling. And God, guys, just give me this invitation. Like, I want you to learn how to pick up the phone and ask for help. You've been that strong friend. Now it's time to tell them, no, I'm human like you. I have mm-hmm. needs. Please help. Self-sufficiency is not a spiritual gift. No, it's <laughs> As I've heard it said. Girl, yeah. that is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. Yeah, and the whole the holy dependency is this active admitting on a daily basis mm. that I need you, God. A- yeah. A- Amen. Si- simple, Amen. simple, 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 simple. Simple. I need you, God. And I need you in every area, area of my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I need you this day, my daily bread. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So six is absorb distractions with gratitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm laughing at that too right there. That one word. Gratitude. Oh, girl. 
becoming willing to relax with distractions they may be a message from the lord mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh girl listen okay but let's just okay. be clear this is not like um it's not like your phone is the distraction right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just clarify. Like yeah. when I was thinking about uh, find ways to really prepare for mm. worship. There you go. There Shut you off go. that phone. There you go. Period. Put it away. Period. Like when I think about distractions, it's God saying like, this is, might be different than the plan right. that, I, that you had in mind. Right. You might feel like I'm distra- like there's a distraction here. Right. And say, God, what are you doing? Right. Versus like I'm, I'm actively letting myself be distracted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that's a totally so I just wanted to like uh, say clarify there's, there's yeah. some differences there yes and I like how he says children absor- are distractions well, that's I'm gonna absorb them girl listen <laughs> that's what I thought when I read this yep. you know cause you know you're doing and then here they come um, I'm, you know he's like be thankful they mm-hmm. are alive they are well you know they are blessing so just have this mindset of shifting your mindset instead of flipping out right. like why are you you know I'm not you know nope Absorb it, chill out, be grateful that right. first of all that you have children, mm-hmm. you know, right, right. that they're healthy, and they have the you know they're able to tell you what they need, so yeah. or whatever is bothering, or you know whatever. But to come in with gratitude, so that's really what came to my mind when I read that. Mm-hmm. Well, what came to your mind? Because you started laughing, girl. So uh, what, what, what came to your mind? Well, it's Where just it's not my first gut reaction, you know, right. like. Uh, absorb distraction. I can definitely absorb it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Am I grateful for it? Yeah, right? <laughs> nope. Is it a positive absorption? Probably not. not. <laughs> you know. Is it painful? Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, like with gratitude, uh, that word is just—it's so, it's so great. <laughs> um, because it's just like this attitude of thankfulness um which i think is a lot more powerful than we really give credit to mm-hmm. um having a attitude of gratitude attitude of gratitude hey. <laughs> um an attitude of thankfulness mm-hmm. um it just it melts away the rough edges that mm-hmm. were a problem to you before mm-hmm. um it invites joy into your life right yeah right and so I like that it says the word gratitude and it says be willing to relax with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I like how you said that. Melt the edges. Mm-hmm. I love that. And the seventh one, the last one here says, learn to offer a sacrifice of worship. Where's the lamb? <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of sacrifice. No, so shoot. <laughs> but I think, like a perfect example of that is, is, Carving out that time mm. in your calendar. Carving. You're going all back to the side <laughs> of my side. Carving out that turkey. You're yeah. so right. funny. But like, yeah, it's it's saying I am. I could use this time mm-hmm. many other ways. Right. And right. I, I notice that when I say, I mean, it's, when I hear sacrifice, it's the power of no mm. in your life to say I am not going to do that, or I'm mm. not going to say yes to that, mm. or that person. Or that activity, mm. or that way of using my money. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm gonna choose to say I'm gonna tithe. Yeah. I'm gonna give a portion of this to what God is gonna Good. do in this world. Right. Or I'm gonna use my time mm. in this way mm. and trust that God's gonna do something. Amen. Even if I don't see the immediate fruit of it. Amen. Mm-hmm. Even if I walk out of that church service or I shut the the computer down and be mm. like, well, 
didn't get nothing from that today. Mm. But it's this rhythm of, of creating space for God. Mm. And it feels like a sacrifice sometimes. It, it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When there's lots of, un, like, a beautiful Sunday or something like that, mm-hmm. when you could be, like, going on a bike ride or right. getting donuts or having brunch or right. whatever it is. Like, right. it, there's lots of other things you can do. Absolutely. But, but that's why church attendance goes up, by the way, in the winter. <laughs> Nowhere to go. That? Nowhere to go, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm just like, well, I guess I'll go to church. church. No. That's so funny. <laughs> but it's... What does it look like in our lives to create those rhythms? Gotcha. And I think sometimes it can definitely feel like a sacrifice. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It definitely yeah. is. All right. So I'm going to quote. Um, he quotes William Temple. And I actually like this one. This is the quote I want to read to close out mm-hmm. this um, um, The fun is already ending. It's already ending. Girlfriend. Even though we're like way long with Gr- three, three women who love to chat about worship. It's <laughs> over. So yeah, just you should know. Um, anyways, but let me quote this. It says to worship is to quicken the conscience by the holiness of God, to feed the mind with the truth of God, mm. to purge the imagination by the beauty of God, to open the heart to the love of God, to devote the will to the purpose of God. Chaff. Mm, drop the mic. Listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times mm-hmm. I read that. And what grabbed really my attention is when he said to purge the imagination mm-hmm. by the beauty of God. Because, man, our minds can go places. Everywhere, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, can think the worst of the worst. But to say, man, I mean, I get the holiness. I get the feeding um, with the truth of God. But, man, for him to mention our imagination... You don't hear that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's when stuff really start happening. We start imagining things and then we start acting on it mm-hmm. or speaking on it. Mm-hmm. But to say, nope, we're going to purge it with the beauty of God. Mm-hmm. Think of things wonderful. Think of things good. Think yeah. highly of people. You know, mm-hmm. don't always think the worst of it. You know, think right. the best of people. So I just love that. So I was like, sir, William Temple, I don't know who you are, but I love what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Love what he said. So, um, CA, can you close us off? Yeah, I'd be happy to. God, what a gift it is to our souls, to our bodies, to um, the people that you've made us to be, to Mm -hmm. worship you, to enter into your presence, to experience the life that you offer us Mm -hmm. when we experience these moments in your presence of worship. Mm -hmm. God, I pray whether it be through song this week today as people are listening to this um, or whether it be through walks in nature or time in community or time in family um, or just moments of silence God that you would help our heads look up Hmm. out of our circumstance to remind to be reminded of who you are who Hmm. we are and why you love us why you're doing things in this world why your purposes are are the best purposes Mm. so god i pray that you would tune our hearts towards you like an instrument god that you would tune our hearts to your voice and so that we can know what it is to worship you help us experience that like like adobe was talking about let it be something that we taste and just want more of in our lives to experience that life over and over when we get to be in those moments of worship I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We are so grateful. It was a wild ride. Let's just say that. Listen, (laughs) I love it. I enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us and hope that you join us next week. Take care and have a blessed week. Bye. Bye.